this is Sophie Shepard, the founder and creator of She Talks Health and the She Talks Health podcast. We're back with another really spicy one. I'm so excited for this one because we have the CEO and founder of Sauna Space in the house, Brian Richards. Welcome to the She Talks Health podcast. So glad to have you here. Thank you for having me, Sophie. I'm pumped to be here. Yeah, I'm super pumped because I found out about you through one of my mentors when I first entered into the functional medicine holistic coaching space many years ago. And I've had one of your light bulbs, but that's way I'll describe it for now in my house or in my traveling house. So we had COVID and I couldn't have a son. So I've been moving from New York City to Colorado and in small apartments and we haven't even found our forever home yet or anything. So I have this light and I've brought it with me all over the United States and it's helped me so much. It's helped my skin. It's helped my sleep. And it's helped injuries. And most recently, to plug you guys, I got married and my wedding was seven months ago. And my mom shows up and she's like in so much pain in her leg. So, so much pain. And she can't really put any weight on it. And like, this is not good. <laughs> this is you have to wear heels in a few days at my wedding. And so I put her in front of the in front of the light without the sauna, just the the one light bulb. And within a few days, all of her pain was gone. Mm. And that's when I thought, maybe we should get them on the podcast. (laughs) So really excited to have you here. I think your technology is incredible. And I can't wait to geek out about it today on the podcast. Wow, thank you. Yeah, every story I hear about it is just, it's always so heartwarming. It's just so amazing. It's seen, it really is, it's such a wide application that the product has, the technology has. It really, whatever hurts, just put it on that. Right. It's like the, yeah, it's like the (laughs) cure-all for everything. Well, before we get into all of the amazing benefits, I'd love to just actually hear a little bit more about why you started this company. I know you had some health ailments, acne, insomnia, and somehow you found your way here. So could you tell us a little bit about your inspiring story of your health? Yeah, I had what I consider to be adrenal fatigue, Mm -hmm. insomnia, mind racing. I had brain fog and acne on my torso, and I was lethargic, and I was irascible. And you kind of met me in the street and you'd be like, well, what's your problem? You look fine, but I didn't feel fine. And I got recommended to take Accutane, among other things. And that was kind of an aha moment to, because that's a pretty toxic pharmaceutical drug, uh, to, to not Very. go that route and, and to address the root cause of my problem. So I started searching on the internet for a solution. I kept coming up uh, with sauna. But this idea of purifying the body of environmental poisons yeah. and thereby resolving disease. And so there's great research behind it. And I'm talking about long-term human studies. Some of the most impressive studies are on sauna. And also every human culture has a sauna tradition of some kind that dates back many thousands and thousands of years. So it was this nice marriage of ancient wisdom and modern observation, modern science. So I said, okay, great. Let's I'm going to go with that. And then I discovered Dr. Kellogg's electric incandescent light bath at the end of my research, of which my products, the sauna space products are a modernization. So Dr. Kellogg had the electric light bath and the photo for, and that was his little handheld device. And so like late 1800s, right? Like really mm -hmm, far back. Yeah, exactly. So 1887 is when the modern incandescent light bulb was invented. And Dr. Kellogg, four years later, said, let's use these light bulbs for something special about them. Let's use them in a sauna. 
and they had no idea about mitochondria and the stimulation that you get when you shine red and near for a light on the mitochondria, all that light therapy science. Mm-hmm. He just knew there was something special about the light. And he wrote about how it's, it's more effective at heating the body than a Turkish bath, than a regular sauna. And so he basically studied the use of the electric light bath on 50,000 chronically ill patients, uh, like over 200,000 log sauna sessions. And he wrote a book about it in 1910 called Light Therapeutics. And by the way, he's not the only guy, like there are various other physicians and scientists that were using incandescent lights for therapeutic, for healing in the early 20th century. There's this guy, Giyadali, a Indian doctor who moved to the U.S. This is all at the same time of Edison and and Tesla and and Kellogg and Giyadali and a couple others. They're all contemporaries and they're all using light therapy in various forms to heal disease. So anyway, this, so Dr. Kellogg documented all this and it's really fascinating how, why the array of illnesses were that he was treating effectively, skin issues, autoimmune issues, gut problems, neuropsychiatric problems, like brain problems, nervous system problems, yeah, uh, hormonal problems. So interesting. And then, and even though this is a public, this was published in 1910 and it was, it's this amazing body of research that was not just him, but in light therapy and sauna therapy in general, it was kind of lost in time for 50 or more years with the rise of modern medical care, modern conventional medical care. So so fast forward to today, most people think infrared saunas are far infrared saunas, but the original first electrically powered sauna was the electric light bath. It's an incandescent bulb base, which is what sauna space does. So so basically I built my own and I used it right before bed and Mm -hmm. slept really well. And then I used it again the next day, right before bed and took a shower, of course. And then I slept really well again. So I I was like, wow, I don't have insomnia anymore. And then I continued to use it with uh, discipline for many months and looked back and all of a sudden realized that I had adrenal fatigue and that all of a sudden I'm, my mood's much better. My patience is really increased, even with like my brother and my mother and, and people with whom. I had challenges <laughs> with patients and also just my outlook on the day and my energy level, as well as my skin looking completely a lot better, not just acne, but just overall appearance. And all of that was like, wow, it actually did all those things. It, it healed me of things that I wasn't aware of because I had the brain fog and I, I was like low energy. I was just burnt out. Yeah. So that's the story is I had this dr- dramatic uh, turnaround in my personal health. And I was like, wow, I, I, I wanted to look and feel better. And now I do. I'm much better. And where is this product? Why can't you buy this at the store? And that was 10 years ago, of course. So I, wow. I, I basically formed the company and poured my heart and soul into this, making this one thing right, the, elect, the modern electric light bath and, and the Photo 4, which is the Photon, and, and sort of built it up from the beginning where I was making them all by myself in my rental house and got some business loans and built what is today my factory, which is the third location we've been at. And we have lots of people making it now. It's Hal Handmade in Missouri in our in our oh shop there. And yeah, and, and we have, yeah we have a we now have a little store there. We have a little warehouse and our little retail store. It's not little. It's cute. It's big, and it's in it's all in the same place in Columbia, Missouri. And yeah, we're kind of a force of nature now in the market. There's a lot of sauna products out there, certainly, and there's a lot of light therapy products out there. But all of them are different technologies. They're all far infrared saunas or just hot rocks type saunas and almost all of the light therapy out there that it competes with us is led based 
Mm-hmm. Whereas, and, and we really stand apart from that. And it's very different, the experience, the feeling of the sauna, the feeling of the, this type of light therapy and the technology itself. And uh, also I argue the, the effectiveness and the results. And so in spite of this, like lots of options out there, we've become kind of a go-to option in, in our design too, as well. It'd be portable, kind of being organic and handmade and clean and ethical. Yeah. It's just an incredible story. I actually didn't know that this was 10 years ago for you because my health journey started back then as well, or like the healing part of my health journey started back then. And it's just like incredible to keep talking to people. I've been recording podcasts all day with people who are like, yeah, and like 10 years ago, <laughs> I had this, I had MS, I had this, whatever. And like, we were all on the same wavelength of healing. We just didn't know each other yet. <laughs> and here we are now like running these businesses that are helping people change the way they feel in their bodies. It's just so incredible. And I love that you were just like, well, maybe I'll just try to make this at home. <laughs> Most people would just have stopped there. They would just thought, oh, let me just go find a sweat lodge that I can go into. And so there's two questions I really wanted to ask you around where you ended that, which, that there's a lot of different competition out there. I think it can get very overwhelming for the modern consumer. Like, where do I go? What do I do? So talk to us about the Thermalite technology. You're not using LED. You're using this more natural sun-based, as my understanding, light. And your argument is that is actually more effective, does more for the body. So can you tell us a little bit more about your specific technology, why it stands apart mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. competition? So, yeah. So my technology is incandescent and incandescent light is what the sun produces. So the sun is an incandescent light source. When you heat materials up in nature really hot, they emit light naturally. Just like if you uh, heat up an iron rod, it glows red. So... You can calculate the emission, the spectrum of a light source that's incandescent based on its temperature that it emits. So the sun is like six and a half thousand Kelvin. It's very hot, 7,000 degrees or whatever. And it emits this broad spectrum of light, all these wavelengths, what we call full spectrum light. It's all the wavelengths in the electromagnetic spectrum, but it's really centered on near infrared. It's a lot of visible light and a lot of near infrared. It's actually 40 it's like 43% near infrared on the spectrum. But because near infrared light also happens to be the deepest penetrating light in terms of tissue, it there's a different story here to tell. If you stand in front of the sun in terms of photons per second absorbed, so in terms of the amount of wattage of light you absorb from sunlight, over 70% of it's near infrared. So now if you look at it from that perspective, we see that 70% of our experience with sunlight is with near-infrared photons, the vast majority of our experience. And that's very interesting because it's not only the deepest penetrating into tissue wavelengths, it's also the most effective way to heat the tissue when it strikes water and is absorbed by water. It also has this photobiomodulation effects, light controlling biology, what we more commonly call red light therapy, but it's doing the same thing as red light therapy, but it penetrates a lot deeper than red light. Near-infrared light, we don't see. It's just outside of the visible light spectrum. But it's still, it's very deeply penetrating and it's absorbed by the cytochrome C protein on the mitochondria. So cytochrome is uh, is cell light. That's what that Latin root means. So that's one of the main enzymes involved in making energy in the mitochondria actually absorbs a very narrow band of light that includes red light and some of near-infrared. So if we think about what we evolved under the sun, A lot of the focus is on ultraviolet light, on visible light, but really the the lion's share of what we experience is near-infrared, which is both heating us radiantly and stimulating mitochondrial 
responses in the body that are, you know, all the benefits of near-infrared red light therapy, anti-inflammatory effects, anti-aging effects, regenerative effects. There's immune modulation effects. There's like this whole array. It's a whole conversation, but it's used for accelerating wound and muscle healing, optimizing healthy tissue and healing and fixing damaged tissue. That's basically what light therapy does. And it does it through this mitochondrial light therapy trigger. So if we talk about doing light therapy and, and heating the body, and we look to nature and the natural form of doing this and sort of nature's light, it's incandescent light. It's not LED light that's a very different type of spectrum. It's a very narrow, spiky digital spectrum. It's a very concentrated light, like an LED light therapy panel is either 660 nanometers or 830 nanometers, which is red or near infrared, or maybe it's a combo with both, but it's a very concentrated stepwise form of light. Whereas this is all, is this broadband, it's all the wavelengths that you get from the sun that are in this healing band of light. So the incandescent light bulb, all that to say that the incandescent light bulb, what we do, and especially the thermal light bulb that I've invented that is, is more optimized in the spectrum of it, where it, it gives more near infrared light than a regular incandescent light bulb. It's more mimicking the shape and form of the light therapy spectrum that comes from the sun. Having said that, there's no ultraviolet light that comes off the bulb. There's red glass on it, so it doesn't emit any blue light or any, and it's not hot enough really to emit a lot of much ultraviolet light at all, but that's all filtered through the red glass. So the only thing you get is this like that 70% emission from the sun. That's where the spectrum of the thermal light bulb of my bulb is, is centered. So now when we do light therapy, first of all, we're doing it the way we've evolved to do it from the sun primarily, but we're also doing it with heat. So light and heat are in an, in an alliance together in healing the body. And that's really what we've always experienced in nature. And before we get into like the benefits of each, like let's look at, again, that human tradition of sauna. Well, before fire, you didn't really have sauna until you had fire, ways of, of heating up things. Sure. But you had heliotherapy, you had sun therapy. The original form is the heliotherapy going out in the sun, particularly in early morning at the end of the day at sunrise and in the morning. And our ancestors understood that you get more near-infrared red light in the early morning. So you can benefit most from the healing band of the sun at that time of the day. Wow. And that actually strengthens you and you photoprotects you from ultraviolet and blue light that becomes uh, a greater portion of sunlight, but the zenith of the day in the middle of the day, you can basically galvanize and, and prep yourself and get less sunburn by getting early morning light. And you also get the, more of this healing and all this stuff. So, but then our ancestors invented fire, maybe 50,000 years ago, maybe a hundred thousand years ago, who knows? But at some point we realized, wow, we can use the fire to create a sauna effect, and then we can heat our bodies up, what we can do what the sun does, but on our own, and we can, we can make this controlled art, artificially induced hyperthermia, this heat therapy on our own. And so you see that, and so much benefit coming from that. But if you think about it again, full circle, like the original way to heat the body was kind of like the sun. And so that's what we're doing. We're doing the sauna therapy that our ancestors understood and the modern science buttresses is incredibly beneficial for longevity and for health and so many things. But we're doing it also with the near-infrared light that we're supposed to get as a daily dose from the sun that has mitochondrial healing effects. It has, has like collagen production effects. It has a structuring of water effects, but it also has cellular melatonin production effects. So mm -hmm. melatonin is the body's number one antioxidant. Yeah. And it turns out that most of the body's melatonin is cellular based, like 94%. So, and it's stimulated, its production is stimulated by near infrared light exposure. So 
really each day when you're outside in the sun, it's not about the ultraviolet light, even though that it has a dose dependent effect. It, it's definitely beneficial for the production of vitamin D, but it's, there's also no question that it's a killer wavelength. It's ionizing radiation. So what our bodies have is near infrared light systems that are activated, shining on the mitochondria, the near infrared light. They're constantly both healing the damage that's done by the free radicals that are produced by ultraviolet and blue light. And literally the near infrared light is also producing or causing the production of cellular melatonin that's neutralizing the free radicals from the blue and ultraviolet light and also the free radicals produced during cellular respiration, which is what our body's doing all, all day, all the time. So when we're in the sun, we're refilling our antioxidant reserves, our pool. And if we don't do that, it's definitely to our detriment because melatonin is so important in the body. So we can recreate that experience if we use near infrared light, but we can really do it if, and we can do sauna at the same time if we use the incandescent technology that I use. So that's why is it better? It more closely matches that, the light and the heat therapy form of nature. It's kind of like the incandescent way of doing sauna and light therapy is like eating an orange. Yeah. <laughs> and the LED light therapy is more like, kind of like vitamin C powder, which can be very beneficial, but for daily maintenance and rejuvenation, I the orange. You're getting, you're going natural versus a synthetic in that sense. Yeah. And and you know, what's interesting too, I didn't know that about the melatonin aspect and I do a lot of labs and I work with a lot of pretty sick people. And it's interesting to see like the sickest people usually are dealing with mycotoxin exposure and mold illness. And so of course, sauna therapy is something that if they can have access to is, is amazing. And their melatonin is always suppressed when we see that marker. And we know it's not only going to help us with sleep and circadian rhythm, but it's going to help us with actually killing off or refilling the body with antioxidants to reduce those free radicals. So now I understand why this worked for you with the insomnia as well, as it's lighting up those melatonin receptors and helping you actually to to produce more. And and, and people associate melatonin with being the sleep hormone, right? It's like the... You, you have the pineal gland that produces melatonin when it's exposed to blue light during the day, kind of from the sun, and it builds up a melatonin pool. And then after dark, when the sun sets, the pineal gland releases the melatonin into the bloodstream and to the brain clock, mm-hmm. which kind of tells us to go to bed. So the melatonin is more associated with the circadian rhythm function and it being associated with the pineal gland and being blood-based, but actually most of the body's melatonin is actually cellular, by way more than what's ever produced by the pineal gland. And it's all produced right there on the mitochondrial membrane, right where it's needed for all that, all where all the free radicals are produced through cellular respiration. So exactly. uh, really, we need the mitochondria to make all the energy so that we can engage in locomotion so that we're not like plants and just stuck we're everywhere. We're everywhere. I love that. So we can engage in locomotion. Yes. But, but, yeah. but it, it comes with this price. All these, all these you know, stress things are produced. Yeah. So the melatonin system is, is brilliant and it's right there, but it doesn't work well if we don't get near infrared light from the sun. So uh, yeah, it's a, you know, people take melatonin too um, as a supplement, but you can make as much as your body needs with, you know, a good dose of near infrared, which you can get from the sun ideally, but certainly in the modern world, the modern, just our modern environment, our lifestyles, we're either in Northern climes where it's cloudy and, or we're indoors all day. We're just not engaging in that ancestral outdoor lifestyle at all. My product, the sauna space approach to doing, if you're already going to go in there and do a sauna and spend mm-hmm. 20, 25 minutes for the benefits of sauna, why not dose yourself with near for a light too for 
melatonin and other benefits. Absolutely. It's so incredible to hear you talk about this because you're right, especially around the mitochondria. People think that free radical damage happens somewhere else, but actually in the creation of energy, we have all this excess exhaust that has to be cleared out somehow. And so we have these this system that we can optimize through What's funny about it is we think about it's all it's modern technology, but it's actually from the natural world that we're in. And so if we think about our modern disease, (laughs) all the autoimmune disease that's in the world right now. But if we could actually just work at that base level, we see incredible results. So thank you for walking us through that and explaining it in such a beautiful way that people can actually understand. There's so many benefits because we just talked about that this is working at the cellular level. So that means cellular is going to impact everything. But I I do wonder if you could speak on a little bit of some of the studies or science that you've seen around mental health and neurocognitive, because we've been talking about that a lot on the podcast recently. I last year was able to get myself off my antidepressant. So I've been talking a lot about kind of the subconscious mind and our brain and burnout and all these things. And so I'm just curious how this does play into our mental health. Is it from that mitochondria perspective? Is it something else that's combining What are you seeing people are coming back with? What kind of reviews and things are you getting now that you've been in business for so long when it comes to mental health? Yeah, in terms of mental health, definitely light therapy, near-infrared light, for example, causes causes serotonin and dopamine release from the brain cells. So it gives you kind of a happy effect. But certainly for neuropsychiatric symptoms, near-infrared light therapy, photobiomodulation has a lot of support in the literature for a lot of benefit of a lot of types of neuropsychiatric issues like anxiety, bipolar, depression, indecisiveness, and things like that. It's just, it's just like any other part of your body. It's re-optimizing nerve function and cell function within the cells of the, the nerve cells and between each other, how they communicate with each other. And when the nerve cells work better, the symptom, just like any other organ or any other tissue, the symptoms associated with their with these things that we're talking about seem to resolve. But people use this light on their gut and they have leaky gut issues or inflammatory issues in the gut. They typically see improvement in that. And I'm not a healthcare provider. You, you have to consult your uh, license or your healthcare provider before you use this type of product. But this is what we see in terms of customer reports. Yeah, they have huge improvements in mood and in outlook and in feeling good mentally. And, and especially in the winter, where people deal with, basically, they have funny names for it, like SADS, which somebody was laughing when they came up with that acronym, I think. But the seasonal affective disorder, it's lack of nourishment from the sun, which is, again, 70% infrared. So the conventional, and this is an interesting, somewhat controversial subject. So the medically approved treatment for SADS is a fluorescent, is blue fluorescent light. And, and, and like, so like 10,000 lux. So, mm-hmm. And it's to produce vitamin D. And mm-hmm. definitely vitamin D is produced. But what about the 70% near infrared that they were supposed to be getting as well? And so we're experiencing on our side of things from our customers, an incredible amount of improvement in mental health, uh, especially in the recent era of, of COVID and the pandemic, where there's been quite a surge in problems with that because people were, because of well, all the reasons we know, people being stuck at home and dealing with a lot of stress in their lives and a lot of family stress and relationship and other types of stress. And yeah, we, our customers are incredibly reporting incredible growth in that regard. So in the research, you do see that. You also see that in sauna research. There's very interesting research going on right now for sauna use for depression. Mm -hmm. And and those, those studies are still in progress, but 
the, the thing about us and us being a little bit different than some of the other saunas is yes, sauna is great. And yes, light therapy is great. But when you do them together, you definitely get a synergy between the two. Sauna is stressful. You're detoxing, you're cleansing the body, and it takes a lot of energy and reserves. And quite often people feel in regular sauna sessions to be like worn out or tired or wrung out and, and exhausted and fatigued. Uh, Literally, they are being wrung out. <laughs> they are. Sweating it out. Yeah. And, and you have to support yourself definitely with a good nutrition and good and, and electrolytes and salt and just like minerals and, and diet. But to when you use near infrared light during the sauna session, you make the detox easier on the body. You're literally giving the cell energy to do things like the, the, the chaperoning the toxins and stuff around the cell. And, and you're supporting the elimination. Also, sauna therapy improves blood circulation and tissue oxygenation, but so does near infrared light. So you're improving blood flow and you're helping the body excise these things and get them to the organs of elimination and activating lymphatic drainage in a way that's better than the sauna on its own. So usually when people use our type of sauna, they feel good coming out. They feel joyful. They feel rejuvenated and like charged up instead of drained. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that's, I haven't gotten the full sauna experience with you guys, but just using the light on different parts of my body that have hurt or on my skin, on acne that come up. I feel so good. And I think one of the things that I like about it too is it kind of reminds me of like our ancestors, right? You're sitting there and you have this light bulb on. It's like you're sitting around the fireplace. And who doesn't want to just like sit around the fireplace? It's so great. I love the just even the glow that comes off the bulb. It's just a, a whole feel good experience from top to bottom. Yeah, that, that's a, and I'm glad you brought that up. So the just the single light, the photon therapy light that we offer has a lot of benefit just on its own. Yes, it's not full body. It's it's a targeted therapy, but you can absolutely use it as a fireplace. It's definitely it's more, it's very appropriately called the firelight spectrum. This is definitely the firelight spectrum. When you sit in front of this, it feels like you're in front of a campfire. The campfire does that too. It's just not as therapeutic. The wattage is not as high in, 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 in the stimulating spectrum, but it's still there. The campfire doesn't just heat you. It is stimulating some amount of mitochondria response, albeit a lot less than the, the incandescent bulb or the sun. So you can use the photon therapy light for for a lot of mood benefit as well. And not just, you can use it like really close, use it on your head or your face temporarily for 10 minutes, but you can also just have it next to you all day long as a little fireplace, like a little happy companion. And then also after dark, you can yeah. use it, people use it on the back of the head briefly, like 10 minutes before bed to promote lymphatic drainage and ah. kind of improve sleep, prep the nervous system better to go to sleep because you want to be in a you know relaxed nervous state, a parasympathetic state. Yeah, absolutely. but yeah, for people who, for space reasons, for traveling reasons, don't have room for any kind of sauna, this photon light is really, it, it, it does a lot and you can use it a lot on different parts of the body or pretty, pretty systemic benefit as it were, and use it all day long. Also in that passive sense, just as this beautiful firelight glow next to you that it definitely raises the frequency in the room. It puts people at ease. It's, and it's a mitochondrial stimulation thing. And it's funny how people especially people you don't know, you invite them over and you just have it on and like, what is that? What, what is that? And then after a while, they're like, wow, this is really nice. I don't know what so it is. Calm. Yeah, they just calm right down. I would say my husband runs at a higher speed, but I, whenever I have it on, he's just like, <laughs> it's like he can take a deep breath and that kind of thing. It looks like you have yours on too right now. You've got the red glow on your face. <laughs> yeah, I use it for another benefit of it is it cancels out blue light and flickery mm. light. So I use it for screen fatigue. 
pretty much all day working at the computer. I always have that next to me to kind of just make me less crazy working at the computer. It's the blue light is very damaging to us. Uh, it's to the mind. It's stressful. It, it puts us into a stressy fire flight state. It causes free radical formation. That's why people wear blue blockers. Getting too much blue light is just, we could talk for a long time on that. For men, it's very terrible, especially after dark for testosterone levels the next day. It, it adversely affects our sleep if we get it after dark, which then again, really is bad for testosterone levels in men and other, it has other hormonal effects also in women. Blue light is kind of a, it's something that people don't think about maybe as much in, in their environment is like they're trying to correct things and be healthy, eating healthy food and, and healthy they water. They're not they thinking don't do about that light. basic thing of blocking the blue light or getting outside or whatever they need. And it's very drug-like and it's very stimulating to our nervous system. And because we live indoors, not only we do we not get not only do we get way too much blue because it's all LED and fluorescent light indoors nowadays, we don't get any near infrared at all because we're not outside in the sun. At least outside in the sun, when we get the blue and the ultraviolet that is damaging, we have the red near infrared accompanying it, healing us at the same time. So bringing the photon indoors brings the outdoor near infrared spectrum into this indoor space that's missing it. And it has a really beautiful corrective effect on the light environment. Especially where most places, like where I am now in, in uh, this apartment, I have the lighting's like built in. And so at, after dark, I turn off all the overhead lighting and I just have a, a, a few photons, actually. One here at the desk and one in the living room. And I operate just with that all, uh, as much as possible because of how, yeah, how damaging blue light is on a cumulative basis, like a day in and day out after dark, particularly after dark. I like the benefit of being the CEO of Sauna Space. You get to just throw those photon lights around <laughs> your house, live off the fireplace light. What you just said really reminds me a lot of the way that I think about coaching with my clients. It's like, look, if we can get this from food or we can get this even from a whole food vitamin C supplement, like instead of synthetic ascorbic acid, like maybe let's try that first. <laughs> maybe let's just give your body the actual building blocks that our ancestors came here with in that when we create those natural environments as much as we can, we create more health building benefits across the board. It's the same thing with like EMF, right? Like we, our ancestors never had to deal with that. And now here we are every day. We can't see it, but we know that it's affecting our bodies and our nervous system. And actually, that was a question I had for you, too, was how do you guys deal with is it less EMF because of the type of light therapy that you use versus like an LED? Yeah, the EMF question is a good question. First of all, Anything that's run on electricity produces electric field and magnetic field through any flowing current through wires. It's, but there's solutions to that. And so we've incorporated a lot of basically several years of purpose-driven design to shield that and eliminate that. We use shielded wiring principles and various other kind of like product design things to ensure that the entire light panel, whether it's our sauna panels or our portable therapy lights, they're all electromagnetically shielded for electric field and magnetic field. And that includes the bulb itself. That was kind of the trickiest thing is the electricity runs through the filament and that's what produces the light. We want the benefit of the light, but we don't want this toxic sidecar of electric field. And these light bulbs, all, all, all appliances emit electric field like several feet out from their current sources, whether it's the power cord or the internal wiring and the light bulb as well. And so I devised the Faraday cage guard, this basket guard that's a few generations in now 
one of the roles is to protect you from touching the bulb, which gets very hot. It's very uh, hot, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and so that's a safety thing, but it also is a grounded Faraday cage and it prevents the electric field from coming off the light bulb and coming onto the user. Otherwise, the light bulbs emit electric field that's like goes out like several feet. Wow. And then what happens is, yeah, it's not like all or nothing, but ideally you don't have that. Just like there's a there's so much benefit to just getting into a sauna and sweating. So I don't want to throw the baby out with bathwater. That's a terrible expression, actually. <laughs> I think about. It is, isn't it? A terrible expression. You ever think like yeah. all these expressions yeah. we have, they're just. Actually- yeah, let's not use that anymore. So it's, there's if all you can do is like if you don't have a sauna, you can just turn the water up to the hottest possible in your bathtub and get inside. And then go in until it's lukewarm and you can have a nice sauna benefit. And all you have is just a, a regular hot rock sauna or a far infrared sauna that it's not EMF shielded and is high voltage and stuff. Getting in there and sweating one pound of water out and raising core temperature three degrees is to your benefit. But uh, all that to say that ideally it wouldn't be there because it is a nervous stressor. And there's definitely arguments on how much and what degree and what contribution it actually has to disease. But sure. Dr. Martin Paul's work has shown that the electric fields trigger your voltage-gated calcium ion channels and cause basically oxidative stress in your body that's unnatural. And that can lead a cumulative stress of the cell phone and these other things you can't escape leads to proxy nitrite production, which is a species that can damage the DNA. So you get this slow damage to your body and your genetics over time that is something that is of concern. Definitely. And so a couple of things to say. One, yes, our products are totally electromagnetically shielded. And we actually have a Faraday sauna product that the entire sauna structure has a grounded shielding system in it where you go inside the sauna and you're inside of a grounded Faraday cage. So there's no cell phone or Whoa. any kind of wireless inside. It's very quiet. It's very like Zen Den inside. That's, that's our fanciest product. And it's more on the high end. It's this fabric that's made of silver. So it all adds up. It's all this accumulative effect. Even our base sauna has a grounding mat that has that material in it. And that protects you from the wired electricity. And the Faraday sauna has a shielding liner system throughout the whole sides and front and top that protects you from all the wireless electric fields. And so it's kind of like you wouldn't ideally meditate in a polluted space. And ideally you wouldn't do your healing therapy in the electrosmog and this invisible pollution that we have around. So we've addressed that in our products. There's really no other sauna companies or that are doing that at all. There's really no other light. And consumer products are just not doing as much. There's not as much sort of widespread appreciation of that. Although we are changing that. Like I think our Faraday product and our what we're doing is setting the tone for things. And it is it is changing. And people are having to answer like some of these questions like what about EMFs in the products? But it's not just the EMFs. It's also issues with flickering lights. So LEDs flicker. Mm -hmm. LEDs that are powered by electricity, they flicker like 120 times a second. That's like a strobe light going on and off very rapidly in front of you. It's also very stressful if you think about it. It's just not, again, not quite ideal. And some of them emit RF. And these are all things that vary unit to unit. And some saunas have some, some shielding technology and some mitigation to them. But none of them are doing it all and throughout the whole thing like we are. And we've been, I didn't even do that in the beginning. In the beginning, I made, what I made was very bricolage. As soon as I learned about it, I was like, oh, that's not good. Like, what can we do about that? And it turned out to be quite complicated to address it, particularly in the Faraday product. But we did, we, we have like our third or fourth generation fabric. Now we're the, still the world's only organic certified 
shielding fabric, which is great because it we want it to be natural. You want everything to be organic. That's amazing. But, uh, but we do offer that as an option. Some people find that less important. So our base model doesn't have that. But I think it's another thing that's out there that is an issue. It's It might be the next silent spring. We'll see. There's definitely associations to disease uh, related to heart disease and brain disease. Uh, if you look in the literature, like the, the diseases most that are most commonly associated with cell phone use, mm-hmm. if we look at clinical studies, it's cancer in the brain and in the neck. Yeah. And that's how could that be anything but holding your phone like this, talking all day long? Of course. Yeah, we we actually did just have an expert, R. Blank, come on and talk about EMF and its effects on like the endorphin system specifically, because we mostly are talking to females with hormone imbalances, gut issues, things like that. And it's just kind of shocking to hear. I think we would have been on the podcast for four hours if he was going through all the studies that are coming out. And I think it's actually really great that you are incorporating this. Maybe it's not the biggest thing in the world for everybody, but for some people, certainly it's a huge issue. And it's nice to know that there's an option out there that someone can get something natural fabrics, all of that. And it still addresses the EMF situation. So we appreciate it as a consumer for you building it in and developing as we learn the technology and the information that we need. So before we wrap up, I did have one, this is kind of a selfish personal question. Mm-hmm. But I've seen a lot of influencers out there putting red light therapy like right onto their neck for their thyroid. So as someone with who's recovered from Hashimoto's, have you have do you guys see any benefit of that with your lights, positive or negative reactions to that or reviews on your products for thyroid health? And oh, oh yeah, there? like you, you can see that you can search our reviews on sauna.space. Uh, you go to the product pages and you can just like type the keyword in. But I, I actually, when you say Hashimoto's, I think uh, Carrie Vitt of Deliciously Organic. She's a really amazing woman. She's she's got a, she's got a blog that she's had for a long time called Deliciously Organic. So her story is she did reverse her Hashimoto's, and one of her primary tools was our the whole sauna product actually. And this was back in the day. She was kind of an early adopter of the product many Very years cool. ago. But she does talk about that. And actually, we did a we collaborated on an article together that that goes through some of the research on the use of near light and sauna for thyroid issues. So I would recommend, you should actually probably link to that. Definitely you, should link to that. It's a, and yeah, it's a great, a great sort of summarizing blog article on it. But there's, there is a lot of research on it in, in normalizing thyroid function, both hypo and hyperthyroid issues. And that goes back to just understanding that the body is built of uh, the body consists of organs. The organs are made of tissues. The tissues are made of cells. Which are so impacted by our mitochondria. <laughs> we, we would just build that stuff from the ground up. And when it works better, uh, larger organ function normalizes. And so, for example, I'll give you an example that is related to insulin and <laughs> insulin resistance, so diabetes. So the heat shock protein that's produced when you heat up the cell, this is the main effect of heating the cell up. It produces heat shock proteins. They help cell detox, but they also help refold misfolded proteins and they move proteins around. So they're re-optimizing protein function in the, in the cell. So the heat shock protein goes out of the cell and can refold the insulin receptor protein moiety that hangs outside of the cell. And then it can improve insulin signaling because the insulin can connect better to that protein. And when insulin signaling improves, insulin resistance uh, goes down. And so there's still more research to be done, but that's a clear cut case of like, here you have a cellular reoptimization system that's going on 
that results in correction of a higher order hormonal system. The hormones are like the master communicators of the body. And so we see if we work on cellular function in these ways that are really simple, we could talk for hours and get into the weeds of all these, all this minutia, all these systems. But what we're doing in natural wellness and biohacking and in natural health is to basically like recreate our natural environment and trick our body into thinking it's in its natural environment, whether it's the food we eat or the light we expose ourselves to or the relationships we engage in and, and how we do that or how we, as men, how we lift weights or work out as, as women as well. And, and there's definitely specifics there, but the, the solutions are simple. Even though the science is complex and the biochemistry is complex, like we're beings of light. We are like, we're like- Light animal. beings. We're light <laughs> beings. We're like plants, but we need near infrared light from the sun and we need whole food, natural diets. And we need to go to bed after dark and not get blue light. And we need love and intention in everything we do and, and presence and these simple things that we can do for ourselves, like sitting in the sauna on your lazy butt and then sweating and <laughs> getting some light and preparing your own food. So you're not eating processed industrial food and with all the seed oils, the science you can talk about forever. It's quite complicated, but the solutions themselves are, are pretty simple and there's no need to get overwhelmed with all of it. Just start with something and slowly with discipline, you add more in. So so here with sauna, we see we go on and on, but basically sauna reduces your risk of dying of all things. And near infrared light therapy heals your damaged tissue and reoptimizes functioning of your healthy tissue, including anti-aging effects and corrective effects across the board. So these are two basic things that our ancestors had on the daily, basically, that we can also have on a daily basis. It's not a luxury. Really nowadays, sauna and light therapy and doing this with weekly frequency is really a necessity to stay healthy in this really weird, toxic, synthetic world we live in. But it is achievable and accessible and everybody can have this. And it's not something you have to go to the gym for or go to a, a practitioner for necessarily. It's something that you can empower yourself to do. And it starts now with just being aware of like how these simple, low, these low risk tools have such high benefit and that's real value. And that's a, once we see that we can like spend Spending money on yourself is okay, especially in self-care. It's actually probably better than spending money in all these other things. We spent so much, we agonize over some of these purchases, reading all the Amazon reviews and of some of the consumer products that we buy. And, and we're still kind of stingy as a, a culture with our self-care. The and most yet, important part. How, most could important we, part. Yeah. how can we show up as moms, as leaders, as CEOs, as whatever, if we're not taking care of ourselves first? Yeah. I love that you said it gets to be simple too, right? It's like, let's just go back to nature and the basics and then you get to see amazing results. Whoa, right? That's all. And I love, I love what you said about the insulin signaling because one of the reasons I asked for Brian to be on the podcast with you guys is I have a type 1 diabetic client and we actually were working on our PCOS and through working on our PCOS, we dropped our insulin usage in half. And this was something she wanted to explore. She's like, do you think this would be helpful for me? And I'm like, yes, obviously. But I love that you actually brought that example up because it's incredible to see these things that we think we can never support. We can, right? right we're not stuck with things. Really, the human body is such a beautiful, magical system. It's so resilient. It's so strong. It has so many built-in sort of intelligent, corrective systems. It just needs some of these basic environmental conditions that, that can be recreated, even though 
modern life is crazy. I like the comforts of modern life. I don't want to leave it and <laughs> live in the bush necessarily, but we do need to recognize that the, the human biology is old and it's not designed to, it, it needs certain things that we used to have a long time ago. So we just look at those environmental factors and, and incorporate them in our modern life and, and, and we thrive. Incredible. Incredible. All right. Well, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you wanted to share with this audience before we hop off today? No, we talked about a lot of stuff. If you want to learn more, you can go to my website, sauna.space has a nice learn center. We also have some great content on our YouTube. I've done some talks and some recent shows that are going up now on YouTube, uh, just kind of diving deep into the science of light therapy and heat therapy. Also on our Instagram, it's our handle sauna space and Facebook. And there's a lot of good content on there. Like seeing how we measure EMFs and measure irradiance and light therapy and talk about all this stuff and, and kind of break it down. We're here to help. And me personally, I'm my biggest motivation is to educate people when they learn that they can empower themselves to heal themselves. It's it's I'm so grateful for that. That's like what gets me all excited is seeing people getting excited about taking their health into their own hands and finally being discerning, making their own decisions. Like, hey, I can think for myself. It's actually my own body. I can, it's me. I can take care of it. And it's not that hard to do. It just, it, it takes some focus and some commitment. But then you start to feel better and being healthy is its own, it's addicting in its own way. It is addicting. It's a dopamine hit to feel healthy. And my mission on this planet, I always say this, is to educate and empower as many women as possible. So I love this collaboration because it's this inspiration to remind our listeners that you guys are in the driver's seat and we get to utilize awesome newer technologies based off of ancient information through Sonospace, through companies like Sonospace. But you guys get to make these choices. You get to do the research. You get to take the step. And then when you start to feel better, I don't know, the sky's not even the limit. Just keep going. <laughs> Well, awesome. It's been incredible to meet you and have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your gift. And thank you for creating this amazing company. And thank you for having me. I'm grateful to be here. Yeah, awesome. All right, everybody. We'll see you on the next podcast. Hope you enjoyed this. Please share it with everyone and go follow Sauna Space. Go get your lights from them. 